Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. I'm super excited today because I am meeting one of my brands that I've been working with since November for the first time in real life. So I have Kaylin here in the studio with Poppy Seed Play. She drove two and a half hours down here to record this podcast and to um, have headshots done too. So it's been a really fun morning and I'm super excited for you to meet her and hear about what she has going on. So thank you Yay. so much for driving thank down you. here. I'm so excited. It will be super fun. So I wanted to start with like kind of how your journey began, how you started Poppy Seed Play, what was the idea behind it? Like, how did you start in the entrepreneurship world? Mm, okay. This could be really long. I'll try, to, okay. I'll try to keep it short. But my story kind of starts actually back when I was a child. Like, I, my parents were always encouraging us to find ways, creative ways to make money from home. And I have memories as old as, like, 11, 12 years old, like, oh. listing products on eBay with my brothers. We no were making, way. like, vote for Pedro, Boondoggle, <laughs> keychains. If you remember the Napoleon oh, yeah. Dynamite heyday. And so that's kind of how my, I guess my entrepreneurship journey started and I've had a couple of other ventures like um we were making um wedding florals designing wedding florals and with one of my best childhood friends and we did that for almost a year and then we both decided to step away from it mutually and um just because it was so crazy and the night weekend work life was just not for me and so um when I was expecting our first baby boy he was on um he was due in September. And so my brain was starting to think about, is there a way that I could stay home with my baby and still make an income, right? We all have this question. Mm -hmm. And so I um, randomly had been shopping for a wooden baby gym on Etsy and all the ones, all the options were like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and shipped from like Latvia and Russia. Wow. And I was like, why is no one making these here? And so my husband and I went to Home Depot and bought all the materials to make our own and it went pretty well and it turned out cute. And so I was like, what if we just try listing it on Etsy and see what happens? And we did and nothing really happened, honestly, for like a month. And then we finally made a sale to some blessed person who <laughs> bought something, even though we had no sales and no reviews. And so and then pretty soon it just grew really organically over time and um, continues that's to grow and grow. Really cool. I love that because I think that's kind of where like a lot, most mom businesses start is like we have an idea or we want something, we can't find it. And so we just start. And like, I feel like we need to shout out the first customer in every business <laughs> because they're the people that got us going. Because if they, if you never had that first customer, you would just have given up. Like, it's crazy. That's like, so true. I feel like they're, they really need a shout out here That's because so true. that really is important is having one customer that believes in you and then you're like, okay, this will work. Mm -hmm. One person bought it. That's really cool. I love, I love that. So what have been some of like the biggest challenges along the way in your business? You know, this is funny because I think, um, Audrey Thompson and her maybe from Maybe Baby mentioned this exact same thing in her podcast too. But honestly, growth becomes a challenge. Like, there's so many things like inventory management, finance management, hiring a team that catches your vision. There's so many new like growing pains that you go through, which is like the best problem ever <laughs> to have, right? So you can't you feel bad complaining about it. But there's some unique challenges that come along with that, and so I think that just speaks to the fact that. You're, you'll always have challenges in your business and they just kind of evolve and morph as your business evolves and morphs. 
and I think if you if you get caught up in it it can be really hard to like life kind of passes you by without ever really feeling like you made it like you reached your goal because you're always trying to get to the next one and so that's probably something that I could do better just like embracing this moment and enjoying the challenges and growing through them but that's definitely been one for us so how long did you hand make everything we it was uh, almost a year and a half. That's amazing. We made like, we were living with my parents at, at the time and we made like 650 pages by hand. And like amazing. toys and mats to go along with them too. So it was like, it I was hope crazy you have pictures of that yeah. <laughs> because that's really cool to see like crazy. where you came from and then like, you know, you have a team now, you have outsourced a lot of different mm -hmm. things. And that's all part of the growing thing, mm -hmm. but it's cool to look back and see like, okay, we started literally doing this by hand in our parents' basement and yeah, then look at where seriously. we are now and how much, you know, it's 650 gyms is a lot. I'm not a DIY person, so I really, really like, I that's I respect that a lot. That's awesome. It was probably too many. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so cool. Well, that's the thing is you don't know until you start exactly. doing it and then you're like, wow. I have we my life back, I can grow side. better, like all these things, once you outsource, like you can do so much more. It's amazing. And it's funny too, because, so my parents, actually part of the, my entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship journey was also, um, my parents launched a Barnwood picture frame that they also ran out of their garage that I kind of mm -hmm. helped with in high school. And so that was a super unique opportunity to really watch mm -hmm. and get a front row seat to an e-commerce business. And watching them grow through their growing pains and they literally ran the entire business out of our house out of their That's garage so like cool. they bootstrapped the heck out of it <laughs> but I'm so grateful because I was able to learn from that and I feel like I owe a lot of our success mm -hmm. to them so I had to mention that I was going to ask you that because it did sound like you were raised by entrepreneurs because with starting at 11 like not a lot of kids do that my husband didn't come from entrepreneurs and so he has always been it's scary to him to sell stuff or to like do something on his own or to run his own business like we're working on some stuff that he's launching and he's just kind of has like a lot of like like oh I don't really want to do that but it's because and I'm like what no this is great this is easy da, da, da. but I was raised by an entrepreneur and I think it really changes your mindset of like what's possible and if people are going to actually it's really cool yeah so that's awesome so have awesome. they always been entrepreneurs they yeah like my dad has started a couple of companies and sold them so it's been cool to watch that um, journey unfold for them. But I feel like it being raised by a family who encourages creativity and encourages failure has removed a lot of those barriers for me that a lot of people struggle with mm -hmm. for a long time. So that's been really eye-opening to me. I feel the exact same way. And it's really, it's, yeah, I'm really grateful for that as well. So our, this is like totally a side question. Are your other siblings also entrepreneurs now yeah. too? <laughs> Wow. Totally are. That's so cool. my my two oldest brothers currently run their own businesses in various industries that I don't honestly really understand or I would explain <laughs> that. Um, but my little sister for a long time was making bread and selling it at a farmer's market. Cool. And we've, they have I been all over it. the map, all kinds of unique ventures. That's why it's been really cool to watch all my siblings start their own businesses. And then I'm like, I want my kids all, you know, it's just like a cool like pattern of generations in business true so what has been the best part in running your business the best part this is interesting I feel like 
a lot of people aspire to create their own business and to create something that's really successful and to watch their business grow. But I don't feel like it's very commonly talked about the growth that I have experienced as an individual because of my business. Mm -hmm. And I am like, I will be forever grateful for that. And I wish that more people could have that opportunity too. Because I look back at myself just a year ago, even the mindset barriers that I had and like the personal worthiness struggles that I had, like, am I worth this? Do I deserve this? Do I deserve to be successful? There is this very interesting cultural bias, I guess you could say, about the shame that comes with being successful. And especially as a woman, I feel like that is augmented significantly too. And so I've had to go through a lot of like thought work and Mm -hmm. mindset changes to help myself go through, you know, figure some of that out, figure out the mom guilt, get rid of that, move past it. So there has been like a significant change in me personally and individually in addition to growing my business that I'm really grateful for. Really good that you mentioned that because I think that's something that, yeah, it's overlooked a lot. And I was just thinking about this the other day. Like I've gotten through so many different hurdles and mindset things and mom guilt and being present, all these things. But then like this last month, I bought a new car and it was my first new car ever, like my first 2020 car. And I was like embarrassed to drive it. I was embarrassed. And I'm like, I should not be. And like, I really had to do that again. It's like every time you hit a new level of success, you have to re- train your mind like this is okay that I have success it's okay that I'm a woman and I'm riding driving a new car like it's sad that we have to do that but it's so true Mm -hmm. it's like in like what are people saying about me it's like it shouldn't be negative Mm -hmm. it should not be negative but I've heard other women talk about other I'm like oh she's da 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 she you know and it's just like it's it's a weird thing we have to deal with but it's something that it's really cool when you can overcome those thoughts and like be like okay I'm doing what I need to be doing. Like I'm, you know, the the money that I'm receiving means I'm putting value out into the world and exactly. just like kind of changing your mindset exactly. in in a, a, a in a good way. And it becomes the success is something that you can give. It's something that you can be grateful mm-hmm. for. And so, yeah, I definitely feel like we, um, for some reason in our culture, there's just this bias that we really have to to overcome and that you and I are fighting against and a lot mm-hmm. of women especially in business are fighting against yeah and our grandparents and things are still kind of like you making comments or doing mm-hmm. not thinking that this is I mean they're obviously proud I don't know how your grandma is but my grandma's my grandparents are proud of me but also there's like this you work so much mm-hmm. you work a lot why is your husband watching the kid like it's just something we all have to overcome because it's so different from generations it's before true. But also, it's such a blessing to be able to work and such a blessing to show my kids what hard work is. And anyways, just so much thought work, though. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned that. That's really cool. So what has helped your business grow the most? I wish that I would have invested sooner. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not talking like invest in the stock market. I'm saying like invest in a course, Mm -hmm. invest in a conference to go to invest in Facebook ads. Like I was such a tightwad for Mm -hmm. so long and I was trying to DIY it for so long that I can clearly see now looking back how that capped my business and like stunted our growth a little bit, which makes me sad. But, um, you know, this is all part of the process. process. (laughs) And I feel the same way. I feel like as soon as I started investing in education, my business doubled and then doubled Uh and doubled. And it's like every year still to this day, I'm investing into education. I am, 
spending money to make and you know how they say you have to spend money to make money and I'm always like ah, I don't know if that's true but really it's like you don't have to spend it on crap but if you're spending your money in the right ways and in the right people and the right like things that can help mm-hmm. you then you're really gonna grow your business totally. I've definitely seen that in my business. If you go back through the growth of Poppy Seed Play over the last three years, you can see little spikes. And I can identify exactly what those spikes are. The first one was when we outsourced manufacturing. The second one was when we outsourced shipping to a third-party logistics company or 3PL, fulfillment company, whatever you want to call them. Um, The third one would have been when we we started doing Facebook ads. And the fourth one was when we hired Kylie to do our product Yay. photos. <laughs> so I could get on a big, long oh soapbox about product photos. I'm sure yours would be even longer. But. Um, she's the best because every time I send her a gallery, she is she's like my favorite person to send a gallery to or to send like a sneak peek to because she just freaks out. She's like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm like, I wish every client like would respond like that because it's like I love the, you know, I love the creativity creative parts of it I love the thought lays I do and like the models that come and like I love how it pieces together and then sometimes I'll send it and then I'll see them post it so I'm like oh they like it but you always respond like this is amazing and her first shoot she responded like I I think it was 500 in sales that day on Etsy you had so she did like a trial basically a trial shoot with me like it was like a social media site she's like I'm not super ready to invest but I want to do something and so she sent her product we did a shoot she posted it, and in that day, she is was it one day? One day. One yep. day, she sold she sold five hundred dollars in product from those pictures, mm-hmm. and then the next month she signed up for a subscription, and we've been doing her pictures regularly since then. And I just love that because I've heard that before from other people, but it's really cool that like it instantly made more sales. But hearing like a specific number and seeing like a direct correlation is really cool and I think really though it's true pictures really if you can up level your everything to look as professional as it is it's going to help everyone you can raise your prices people rave about your product they just get like uh, a I feel like they get a deeper emotional connection to your brand and to your products because of that too and so I like am very I think I'm very passionate (laughs) about product photography and I honestly would recommend to anyone to like hire a professional from day one I feel like a lot of people push yeah. that back mm-hmm. until a couple of years mm-hmm. in and I'm like that's silly like yeah. yes it is an upfront investment but imagine the difference in sales like you can't mm-hmm. you can't compensate for that any other way and so Yay. love me some good product photos <laughs> yeah I love that so much so you have two little kids and you've had like two babies during all this mm-hmm. so how do you balance all of that I think eventually when you start a business you can I feel like I was able to do a lot of it myself from the beginning and that's kind of just like my nature I'm a DIYer Mm -hmm. I'm like a I'll just do it myself because it's easier than asking someone else but you really do grow to a point that like you are forced to ask for help in some way and whether that comes from asking your husband to help more around the house to help with kids more whether that becomes hiring someone to join your team whether that becomes outsourcing manufacturing you really do reach a point where you have to ask for help. And so for me, that help has looked like hiring a nanny who comes in mm-hmm. three days a week for three hours. And I had the biggest like identity struggle mm-hmm. with that for a long mm-hmm. time, like months. And like, I was able to make the nap time, nighttime gig work mm-hmm. for like the whole like first two years of the business. But once we had two babies, that's really when I was like, this is not mm-hmm. working anymore. And they don't nap at the same time anymore. They don't sleep at night. So 
So we hired her to come in and my kids love her. Like mm-hmm. they walk in the door, mm-hmm. she walks in the door, their eyes light up. They love to have her come. And so I've never really felt like I was sacrificing anything, any time with them because she loves them and adores them and they're great with her. And it has made like a light years, light years of improvement in my business, being able to have dedicated time to focus. And so there are a zillion ways that you could ask for help. Outsourcing, you and I, I feel like mm-hmm. we get yeah. the outsource game and it's to the point now where I outsource everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it really Why is. Why would you not? If exactly. You can. Right? It's amazing. And I feel like if you don't, your your potential and honestly your revenue is capped by mm-hmm. the number of hours in the day. Yeah. And even if it's not 24 hours, then it's capped by the amount of energy that I have, which is not very much anymore, which is why I outsource everything. So I love that. And it's crazy that we have to deal with that guilt over nine hours out of, you know, a whole week that we have with our kids. And we're like, like, it's so hard to, to the whole hiring a nanny and hiring a babysitter and like the guilt that comes with that. But really we our kids need a break from us as much as we need a break it's from so them. True. You know, like I feel like my kids so are stoked. True. They do fun stuff with the mm-hmm. nanny that they can't do when I'm like cleaning the house or trying to work. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I gave them a better life when I started having a babysitter come. It's so the true. I would absolutely 100% echo that. So what's really cool about Kaylin and what she's doing is she is not only running Prophecy Play, but now she's teaching other entrepreneurs or soon to be entrepreneurs how to start a business on Etsy and how to choose a product that like works for them and for the world and all that so I want you to tell us a little bit about how someone can get started in business and kind of what you're doing in that kind of realm of things yeah so I mentioned before I wish I would have paid for a course long 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 ago because I just never did I think I paid for one but it wasn't a very good one and so I just kind of like was turned off to courses for a long time um but I truly feel like if an entrepreneur is starting out with first of all get some education it doesn't have to be like hundreds of dollars you can find courses out there for like forty dollars thirty dollars and so it doesn't have to be a huge financial investment but I feel like if I would have done that and I can help people overcome this of skipping all of the hard knocks. Like I did everything by myself, figuring out through trial and error. And so I I feel like I know pretty well what things to skip, what things to focus mm-hmm. on. And so I wish that every entrepreneur starting out would invest in education and get themselves a mentor or some kind of a friend because entrepreneurship mm-hmm. can feel really lonely, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know. If you don't feel like you have an entrepreneur friend, I want you to reach out to me and I will be your mm-hmm. entrepreneur friend. I'm sure Kylie would too. Mm-hmm. But I just think that there's so much value in that. But with the courses that I created, so the first one is all about, like Kylie mentioned, creating a product and we pre- take you pretty much through the three phases of ideate, validate, create. And it's all about helping people, probably like some of your listeners who are thinking, I would love to start a business. But I don't know what to sell. Mm-hmm. Or I, would, I have an idea of a product that I would like to sell, but I just don't really know if it's a good mm-hmm. idea or if anyone would buy it. So this course is all for people like who have these questions um, to help them overcome some of those concerns and get some confidence in their product and get some confidence in themselves so they can move on to the next phase, which is the second course, which is setting up your Etsy shop correctly from day one, getting mm-hmm. good product photos. I actually have an exclusive discount with Kylie's. This is a little plug mm-hmm. that is only exclusively for students of my course. And so 
Um, I'm a huge advocate for outsourcing, investing in your product photos from day one, and other things like search engine optimization and um, building your brand, choosing a business name and things like that. So that's kind of phase two. And then phase three will be all the marketing, Pinterest, emails, blogging, Instagram. Um, so hopefully it's a whole package deal that will really set an entrepreneur up to start their business on Etsy and just have a starting place where some of the overwhelm and the barriers are removed for them. I love that you're starting with like the ideas and like the whole like process of choosing something to sell because I feel like I even me like I have way too much going on but I'm like oh it'd be so fun to start this but I never know where to start like what what should I sell like I had I could do you know the marketing I can do the photos but like I don't know and so I think that's so important and it's such a missed thing in like the course world they can tell you how to sell it they can tell you how to do these things but you're starting from the very beginning which is ground zero and that's gonna help so many people and I know that there are listeners here that want to be entrepreneurs that just don't know what to do yet mm-hmm. or they want to shift from what they're doing to a shop or they want to just make a shift and they just don't even know where to begin. That's true. So this is going to be good. So tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your courses. I want them to tell about both sites, Poppy Seed and your courses. And okay. So Poppy Seed, you can find us on Instagram, poppyseed.play. Our website is poppyseedplay.com. Or you can find me if you're interested in the business coaching and entrepreneurship stuff like that. You can find me at KP Creative Studios on Instagram and our website is kpcreativestudios.com as well. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of your wisdom and for driving down here and all this. (laughs) If there's like one last piece of advice you'd give to someone starting a business or in their business journey right now, what would it be? It would be, this is interesting as I've been kind of branching out into this course creation, content creation world. I have just talked to person after person after person who is just struggling with this confidence Mm -hmm. issue. And it's totally foreign to me because I've never had that on the product-based business side. But I feel the confidence struggle moving over into the coaching Mm -hmm. world. And I'm asking myself all the time, like, am I qualified Mm -hmm. to do this? Mm -hmm. I have like super bad imposter syndrome and... That stuff I'm like currently mm-hmm. have worked through a little bit and I'm always working on. But I hope that if I could give one gift to every entrepreneur who's just starting their journey, it would be to believe in yourself and believe that you deserve it and believe that you're worthy of it and start your business with the mindset that it's going to be successful instead of like mm-hmm. me where I'll just put it on Etsy. I'll be really timid about it and just mm-hmm. hope and pray that it works out. But I wish I would have just come in with a confident mindset and had a better vision for the future and where I wanted to go and been honest with myself and about other people instead of hiding behind it so much. So believe in yourself. Believe that you deserve it. Believe that you're worth it because you are. Okay, you don't know this, but that's like basically the theme of season two. Oh, really? Yeah, basically because I wanted like the first season to be like getting your mindset in place, like the mom guilt, leaving that stuff behind so you could start a business and then the next one is like making plans and vision boards and goal setting and at this point those episodes have already aired but now I just I love that because I think every entrepreneurship or every entrepreneur goes through that and even me nine years into this business every time I want something new or make a shift I have to go through that whole imposter syndrome like am I good enough am I qualified are people actually do they actually care 
And so I love that message. And I think that's a perfect one to leave you with is to believe in yourself. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. So thank you. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.